chapter 3, very familiar passage. Even those that never read the word know this first verse here. Glory to God. Oh, man. How many of you know? You, you, you look out and see the trees. There's something starting to happen with the trees. What is it that begins to happen, you know, in the south, that is, with the trees during this time of year? They began to change. Glory to God. They began to change. And do we expect them to change? Why do we expect them to change? Because of the season. It's the fall of the year. And in the fall of the year, the trees begin to change. Do they just begin to change just for change's sake? No, they begin to change. Why? Because the weather begins to change. And God has designed them to do certain things when the weather change. And I tell you, it's so awesome driving through the uh, the mountains and looking out over all the different colors and so forth. I mean, man can create nothing as beautiful as, as God's own handiwork. Glory to God. But if the uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, to everything, there is a season. Glory to God. I like that. And a time to every and look at that next word there. Purpose under the heaven. God make God does nothing, makes nothing, says nothing, says nothing without purpose. Everything about God is full of purpose. And, it, you know, when you when you think about those folks that 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 uh, proclaim that they are atheists, they don't believe in God. Well, what they do believe is that there is nothing that has purpose in life. You know, you, you have to believe that. That's what they believe. Nothing has a purpose. You don't matter. So it doesn't matter if, you know, somebody just knocks you off. That your life is no different than the, like we're talking about the leaves. You, you know, you just fall off the tree. If you fall off the tree, you just fall off the tree because you have no purpose. You have no purpose. So if you have no purpose, then your life means nothing. Glory to God. All right. Let's 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 see what we're talking about here to everything. There is a season. Is there anything left out of everything? No, there's a season. There's a season. We, we all go through seasons in our life where, you know, sometimes uh, there are seasons of sadness and there are seasons of gladness and there are seasons of where things just go right. And sometimes there are seasons where it seems like, is it ever going to stop going wrong? <laughs> Glory to God. But you know what? We have to be consistent. In all those seasons. And here's where we're going today. This is the season we're in. This is our season of expectation. Our season of expectation. Let's make it personal. Say this is my season of expectation. Now, what do we mean by that? What have you been expecting from God all along? Whatever it is, I want you to get that expector out there. Just take it out of kind of the regular routine and and rub it up. Get it ready for a long trip. Because, see, listen, God is moving in our midst. I'm not talking about the church whole midst. I'm talking about our midst, our midst right here. This place. Come on now. We're not talking about a general message that's just good for everybody. Now, it's good for everybody. But this is our season. Hmm? And you got to expect it. I mean, God wants to show himself in some ways that will blow your. Well, let's see. No socks, no socks, no socks. Blow your uh, 
your socks on. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many know he's ready to do that? But what does he need from us? He needs from us. To, he needs for us to get into that realm of expectations. And that's where our faith is so high. That's what hope is. Hope is joyful expectation. Now, that's not the sense where we're talking about. We're a hoping and a praying. No, 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 no. There is a hope where it's talking about. We are expecting things. We're expecting it. We expect somebody to walk in with, with, with five million dollars and say, you know, fulfill the vision. We said, praise God. We've been expecting this. Hmm? We've been expecting this. Glory to God. Hmm? You got to get there. See, there's no doubt that fall is on its way. Now, I want you to notice something. I, and, 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 you know, I generally listen to the weather a little bit on my way to work. And, and they were talking about record highs. You know, it's going to be 90 every day. You know, what's today? Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. They were talking about, you know, we may break the heat record for today, even though we're in, you know, the season where we should be expecting cooler weather. What's happening? We get the 92, the 93. I don't know what it got up to today, but they were talking about, you know, it might get up to 94 today. But what what are we expecting? We're expecting cooler weather. So what are we saying here? You can't get moved because you are expecting one thing and then something else happens. You got to keep expecting because why? You know that this is the what? Season. This is the season. It doesn't matter if for the next three days it's 110 degrees. We know that this is temporary because we are heading into the fall season. That's why I said this is our season of expectation. This is a season of expectation. So it doesn't matter what doesn't come the way we expect it. We know that it has to what? It has to come because we're in that season. Glory to God. And you can't give up. Now, it's going to require something from us. It's going to require change. It's going to require change. There will be no doubt. Now, someone may may not know anything about the way the weather is here and they show up here. Here it is, uh, you know, the first of October and, and it's still 94 degrees. And they may think, oh, man, it never gets cool here. I'm going back. I'm going back. And you say, well, all they had to do is probably wait to the weekend. <laughs> and the weather was going to be cooler. Amen. They didn't know what to expect because they don't understand the seasons right here. We know what to expect because we understand the seasons. And so it, it, it but it's going to require change from us. We know we know because we've been here a while. We've, we've been here a year and two years and three years and 10 and 20 and on and on. So we know that eventually what's going to happen. The leaves are going to go from green you know, to a brilliant red or orange and, and all the different colors. It's going to be beautiful out there. Now, I want you to notice something about the way the way the season goes. They're nice and pretty and green. The trees are all full and the birds are chirping and all these things are going on. And then, you know, the weather starts to cool just a little bit. And we see the leaves on the tree. They don't you don't wake up one morning. They go from green to orange or green to brown or green to red or green to whatever color they become. But there is a slow, gradual change. And we know that there is a changing of the seasons. But then it seems like that one day you walk out of your door. and Bam. 
Here are all these brilliant bright colors right before you and you just, where did all that come from? It looks like the seasons all of a sudden change. But what happens is we get used to the slow, gradual changes. So we just stop paying attention to what's going on. We don't even look at it anymore. And then one day also we notice that the trees have changed. They're all now beautiful. All the photographers are out there in the mountains and, and taking pictures and, and everything and getting all those things to put on calendars. You got a cal- calendar with the trees and the seasons changing on them. Now, notice something. So it's, it's beautiful. They're beautiful when they're green. Then they change and they have all these colors and they're beautiful. But then what happens? That tree go, goes from being the most beautiful color in the world and all the leaves fall off. And it becomes sometimes ugly. And even at nighttime, you got all them limbs sticking up everywhere. It can even look scary. It can even look scary. But that tree is in the process of change. It's in the process of change. Now, that's the same tree that was beautiful and green. That's the same tree that had all those brilliant colors on it. But now it looks scary. Hmm? Y'all getting this? That same thing that you've been expecting and believing for can look a certain way. Then all of a sudden it just looks dead. It looks dead. It goes into what's called a dormant stage. And during that dormant stage, now the dormant stage for, for, for the trees and vegetation, all those things, they help do a few things. They help to protect that tree. So a tree knows not to bud during the winter because it'll kill off all the fresh buds. So it goes into a dormant stage. And then during that time, that tree is also rejuvenating itself on the inside. It's what we call building yourself up on your most holy faith. Because it knows that a season is coming again where it's going to get warmer and warmer. And then, folks, you'll see, you'll know it, the season are changing because the clothes begin to change. You got to hear something now. You got to stay with it. Change is a part of expectation. Change, let me say it like this Your, you changing and me changing is a part of our expectation. If we expect something from God, it's not because God has changed his mind and decided to do something for us. It's because we have changed and we're no longer satisfied where we are and we want to go further with God. So we change. That's why we can say it's our season because, listen, we made the decision to change and hasten the season. Glory to God. God is God is there all the time. It's because we are tired of where we are, what we're doing, what we have, what the results we're getting. So we began to make a change. Glory to God. So we say, oh, Pastor, I just can't wait till my season change. Honey, you will be waiting until season ain't going to change. If you are sitting there saying, I can't wait until my season change, your season will not change on its own. God, listen, God set the universe in order. That's why it's working. But he gave you dominion over your own life. And until you set your own universe in order, nothing's going to happen. God told the earth, the universe or creation to go. He told the trees to do this. Remember, he said the seed life is in the seed itself. Everything that tree needs to do when God put it in the earth, when he made the seed, he programmed the thing. See, computer chips are not something new. 
a computer chip the size of a grain of rice that has your entire life history and all your folks and that can send a man to the moon. That's not new. God took a little bit of acorn and made a big old tree. Programmed everything in it. It says, so this little seed here that looks now, come on, hold a little acorn up against a big oak tree that's 15 feet or 18 or 20 feet around. And you, how could all that come out of this? It was programmed in there. So man, it's not doing something that's like, wow, can you believe all that information is on this little chip? Can you believe that big tree came out of this little acorn? God did it first. He said, the ability of the seed is in the seed. But what do you have to do? You have to sow that seed. You have to water that seed. You have to cultivate that earth. You have to keep the weeds from around it. And then and only then can you expect that seed to grow and produce a fruit. What are we saying again here, Pastor? That it takes work. It takes change on our part. So we may have just taken our seed and just threw it in the backyard, went back in the house and sat down and started watching my three sons. And then you go out there tomorrow and look to see, there's a seed still out there. Well, you better be glad nothing came by and ate it. <laughs> it requires change on our part. If we want that, that season of expectancy, and I'm saying this because I know we've changed. I know we're expecting. Now, I want, let's, let's deal with this, this issue of change. Let's deal with this issue of change and expectation. Keep them, keep them rolling together. Go with me to the book of Acts. See, there's a season for everything. Wherever you are, whatever season you're in, if, if it's the season you like, glory to God, just you program it. Keep it going. If it's a season you don't like, change your expectations. And you change your expectations by changing you. Come on, say change. change. Me. Me. Now. now. Me. me. <laughs> so tell me to change me now. And change me more every day. We See, we can untie God's hands with our expectation. God's hands are tied by our expectations. If we're expecting nothing from God. Guess what we get? We get nothing from God. I tell you what, <laughs> glory to God. I, you know, it's God loves to do things for us. I was coming home uh, from work today and there's a, 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 a person's name and number that I needed. I had it. I lost it. I talked to him once and, you know, we, we didn't get together on what we were doing and I needed that number. I, I misplaced it. I lost it. I threw it away. I don't know. I don't remember what I did with it. And uh, it's, some, it's a project that we're working on. And uh, and I just said to the Lord, I said, Father, I need to be put in contact with someone who can handle this project where we can get the best deal out of it. And I'm thinking of this person and I'm driving back. I'm on the interstate. And so I got off Hensley Excellent and went to 365 because I want to change vehicles before I go uptown. And I change vehicles and I take off and I don't get two blocks and I look over and I see the guy that gave me the number the first time. I just prayed this not 10 minutes ago. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Not 10 minutes ago. And I pull in there and I go over to him and, you know, say, Hey, you remember me? He said, yeah, I remember you. And I said, well, uh, you know, the number of the guy you gave me. Yeah. He said, uh, he said, I, I think I still have it. Matter of fact, I've got it in the truck. 
So he we went over, you know, talked a minute, went over to his truck, and he's he's looking for it. He pulled the card out, and uh, I said, well, I'll write it down. He said, no, you can just have it. I got it written down. Just gave me the card. Just like that. I've been looking for that number for, for, for two or three weeks. Hmm? But I, my expectancy changed. Because, see, I said, Lord, we got to get something done. We got to get done now. And so, Father, you put me in contact with somebody that can make this happen. Come on, folks. You, do y'all hear what I'm saying? Not 10. Now, it may not mean anything to you, but I know what it means to me. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. Woo. Be like shouting John. I shout by myself. I don't know what you expecting, but for me, that was a biggie. Glory to God. Now here, Acts chapter, Acts chapter one. You got to start expecting. You must expect change. You got to expect yourself to change. Let me tell you something. Here's something to help you. Stop saying from a negative standpoint, well, that's just the way I am. Then you will always get what you've always been getting. Hmm? Okay, that didn't go well. We'll move on. (laughs) Acts chapter one. Glory to God. Come on. This is our season. Our season of expectation. There's no doubt in my mind. Period. Period. At all. Not even a shadow of doubt. You could you could put my head on the chopping block and let the axe fall. It won't cut me, but you can do it. I'm not going to change what I'm saying. Glory to God. I I am not going to change my expectation. I'm not going to change what, listen to me, what I know God already wants to do. I'm not going to tie God's hands up by changing my expectation. The only thing I'm going to change is who? Me. That's it. That's all. That's all that's going to change is me. Glory to God. Now, Acts chapter one, verse three, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Oh, I love it. And being assembled together with them, commanded them. Now, watch this here, that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Now, if God tells us to do something and we don't do it, we have no right of expectation. But if God tells us to do something and we do what he tells us to do, we have every right of expectation. Hmm? And this is what you can go to God with. Father, I'm doing all that you told me to do according to the best of my ability. And I expect, Father. I expect. I expect this to come to pass. Glory to God. Hmm. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. Listen to what he says now. But wait. <laughs> Glory to God. But wait. Now, we're going to read over here in chapter two. They weren't just sitting around twilling their thumb, drinking tea at four o'clock in the afternoon. This wait here does not imply just sit around. They were doing something. We'll get there. But wait for the what? Promise. So I'm not going to expect something that God hasn't already promised me. That's why I can be so uh, bold about what I expect from God. 
because I'm not going to do something that he has not promised me. Ask him or expect something of God that he has not already promised me. Now, how could I expect what happened today to happen? He said that he would lead us. He would guide us. And I asked him to connect me. Isn't that leading? Hmm? He would bring all things back to our remembrance. He would give me favor during that prayer there. When I was uh, uh, talking to God, I asked for favor. He's, I didn't ask for anything out of the way that he didn't pro- already, already promise me. Hmm? Glory to God. Now, so he says, uh, uh, where are we at? Promise of the father, which said, ye have heard of me for John truly baptized with water. But listen at this now. He's going to tell him what the promise is. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. So they can expect what? To be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Not many days from the day Jesus said that. Not many days. Now, you know, not many days. Now, if if someone told me I'll be there in a few days, I'm expecting them to be here in less than a week. Because if you're going to be here past a week, you'll say I'll be there about a week and a half. But if it's a few days in my mind now, that's inside a week. Glory to God. That's inside a week. So Jesus said not many days from now. All right. Went verse six. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him. Now, why do you ask questions? Because you expect something. They were in a season of expectancy. Watch what they were expecting. They asked him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time in, in a few days? He says, are you going to restore again the kingdom of Israel? These boys want their place back. I have to give it to them. They at least knew what belonged to them. And they weren't bashful about asking for it. You've got to get bold in your prayer life. You've got to get bold after you finish praying. You have to be bold in your expectancy. Listen, leave the details up to God. (laughs) About how he's going to work that out. Leave the details up to God. Glory to God. Expect to hear from the Holy Ghost on how to do your part. Expect to be led, expect to be guided, expect to be directed. Glory. Amen. Hmm? Expect it. You, I want you to hear this word ringing in your head. Expect, expect, expect. There's a certain person that you're always having strife with. When you think about them, you expect strife. The person you always have a good time with. Fellowship with, when you think about them, you expect good fellowship. So you can turn that thing around. Remember, the most important element in here is me changing. Ooh, glory to God. Now, verse seven, watch what Jesus says. And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father had put in his own power. We have to stay focused. He's getting these boys. You stay focused. You once you get your ex, you be like that pointer dog. And you don't move until your master tell you to move. Hmm? You you focus. Stay expected. Now listen, 
What Jesus is going to reiterate what he's already told them. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. <laughs> Glory to God. And when is that going to come? Not many days. So what is this telling these boys? In a few days, we're going to have some power. They're going to have some power. Now, remember when Joseph was in prison and he told the baker and the cupbearer their dream. Now, Joseph had no expectation of the baker getting out of prison because he told the boy, now they're going to cut your head off. Now, the, the cupbearer, he says, in a couple of days or so, Pharaoh is going to restore you to your position. Now, when you get to that position, you remember me. So Joseph was expecting what? For the cupbearer to remember him, and it didn't happen. But guess who didn't forget him? God. He spent another, what, two years. And all of a sudden, the cupbearer said, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. He's so, see, you know, you get so excited about your miracle <laughs> that you, you might forget about the next man's miracle. That's why you don't make your miracle depend on somebody else. You keep that direct communication, that direct expectation from God. All right. He says, and you shall be witnesses, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now go over to verse uh, chapter two, rather. Chapter two, verse one. And Jesus said in many days, not in not many, not many days from now. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Pentecost was a feast day. This was 10 days later, of course. We all know that. They were all, listen at this now. They were all in one place, excuse me, in one, with one accord, with or in one place. They were all with one accord. Hmm? And in, what, what do we see here? Some unity, power unity. And verse two, now look at this. I love this. And suddenly, glory to God. Woo. And when? Suddenly. Mm. Get a revelation of that word. And suddenly. I mean, they've been walking with Jesus for three and a half years. And now, suddenly. They've been waiting, sitting there, praying for 10 days. How I many you know they didn't know what day this was going to happen? They were not on a countdown mission. But they were what? Expecting. They were expecting. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it set upon, I love this, each of them. And they were all, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. What did he say? Jesus said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And it says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were expecting. Now, let me show you a little something here. When Jesus was taken up into heaven, there were about 500 folks watching. 
but 380 of them decided not to wait. Hmm? They decided not to wait. Guess what they did not get? They did not get at that time filled with the Holy Ghost. They did not receive the power. See, that's why I keep harping. This is an individual thing. Everybody heard and saw the same thing. But not everybody was willing to make the change. Not everybody. You must become an agent of change. You've got to become. You must change yourself. Change yourself and everybody and everything around you will begin to look different. Yeah. You go on a trip and stay gone a week or so or two. You come home and home looks different. Everything looks different. And you're just looking around like this your first time. You just you're just looking around like, wow, ooh, what is that? Wow, ooh. What has happened? You've changed. Did did anything around you change? No, but everything looks different because you've changed. You've changed. When you listen, when you when you start expecting more, when you start expecting, 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 you want everybody else to be in the same mode of expectancy. And there are some that you'll pull into that mode, but there are some that some are going to be part of 380. They don't want it. So, you know, that's up to them. We're all right with that. The greatest impact you can make is to change yourself. It's to change yourself. Don't wait on your neighbor to change. Tell your neighbor, it's not you, it's me. (laughs) Glory to God. See, change is not a chance happening. Change is a purposeful, planned, uh, executed and expected effort. Purposeful, planned, executed effort. It is not something just happened by chance. Hmm? God didn't just decide one day to create an earth and just said, I'm going to see what that's like. No, it was planned. Redemption was not something that was an afterthought. What does Ephesians tell us? Before the foundations of the world, God had already slain Jesus. In other words, it was a done deal before he ever created the earth. The plan of redemption was already in place. And as far as God is concerned, it was already done. Because God sees the end from the beginning. This is what this is one thing that will get your expectancy level up there close to God's. When you see the end from the beginning. When you see yourself in that place. Now, there's some folks who don't like that. Well, there they go with that positive thinking. Well, who wants negative thinking? And it's not positive thinking. Listen, the Bible tells us as a man thinketh now, but it says this in his heart. So is he. To think bad and poorly about themselves. I mean, come on. Do you want to see yourself <laughs> living the life that God desires for you to live or walking the streets at night with nowhere to stay? That's crazy. Here's something else you need to understand about change change never starts tomorrow. 
Change never starts tomorrow. Change always starts today. Change never starts tomorrow. Change always starts today. So when are you going to change? When? You're going to change today. How many of you have ever made it till tomorrow? <laughs> Glory to God. Nobody here has ever made it till tomorrow. So then, change could ne- if, if you're waiting till tomorrow to change and no one has ever made it till tomorrow, then what would that mean? That means that you're never going to change. How many of you have made it till today? Amen. Where, where are we now? Today. today. So when do we change? Today. today. Amen. That's like our confession. I will never be the same. Because I'm changing when? Today. today. Change never starts tomorrow. Change always starts today. Don't wait until tomorrow to start expecting. This is the season now. This is our season of expectation. I want you to get get your expectators back up there. Get them up there. Get them up. Get them up. Get them up. When you pray, believe. What do you believe? Believe you receive. When do you believe you receive? Right now. When you pray. When you pray. God wants to do. Let's let's just read this and then we'll close here. Ephesians chapter three. We all know where we're going. We could quote it, but let's read it. Let's read it. Let's read it. Glory to God. Let's read it. Oh, glory. Because he's able. Now, notice something. It says he's able. Didn't say he was doing it, though. It just says he's able. Just says he's able. You got to change yourself. You got to be the agent of change. You, 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 me. We have to be the agent of change. Ephesians 3, everybody got it? Verse 20, look look at this now. Now to him that is able. He is able. Didn't say now to him that's doing it. It says he's able. We've got to bring it out of the able into the doing and we do that with our expectation. Now to him that is able, listen at this now, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Glory to God. How is that? According to the power that worketh where? In us. Not in him. In us. In me. It's up to me. It's my expectation that's going to bring God's ability into manifestation. My expectation brings God's ability into manifestation. Hmm? My expectation bring God's ability into manifestation. We know he's able. (laughs) There's no doubt about that. God has too many witnesses. He says there's a great cloud of witnesses. We've lived long enough to see too many witnesses to say that God is not able. I mean, you'd have to be a stone idiot to try to argue that point. But the, the question is not God's ability. It's what can we believe him for? What are we expecting for? Oh, glory. This is our season. Don't let anyone talk you 
out of your expectation. If they start going that route and they're not willing to change, then you need to change relationships. And, and, and what do I mean by that? I'm talking about, you know, that's a person you just can't deal with right now. They're not ready. They're not ready. They're not ready. And you can, if you desire to have that relationship, over, but if not, you have to make a change. And change is not change until you change. Glory to God. Well, praise God. I tell you what, I, I, I'm so excited about what God is doing. Oh, Jesus. This is our season. Nobody can talk me out of it. Mm, hallelujah. And you know, when you know it, things become so much clearer. I mean, it's so clear to the point to where when you think backwards, it's like you were looking through mud. Things are so clear now. And when things become clear, you have a desire to keep it that way. Some people don't expect any better because they never had better. But once you get a taste of better. Going back is not an option. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well.